uh, before we come to pray tonight, if you would turn to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. I just want to read two verses there. So when you get to James chapter 1, as we always do, just for the reading of God's word, we'll stand just for the reading of these two verses. Then we'll pray and we can take our seats again. So if you can stand when we come to James chapter 1, and that we're going to read verses 5 and 6 audibly together from God's word. James chapter 1 and verse 5. Once you're there, if you could stand, then we'll all audibly read God's word to honor the word of God together. And then we'll pray. Amen. James five, James 1 and verse 5. Let's read it together. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Father, tonight we pray that you would just simply bless your word to our hearts and that you would bring it alive as a revelation afresh. It is a living word. Lord, we pray that every stronghold or resistance, whether it be of our own limitations, our own flesh, our own mindset, our own opinion, or just anything of religion or, Lord, even the spirit of this age, we just cast it down before your feet and pray that your word would have free course in our hearts. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by your word. Oh God, tonight we pray that you indeed would bless your word to our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our seats together. If any of you lack wisdom, the Bible says that we are to ask of God. And then we see something wonderful about the God that we serve. He's a God that giveth to all men liberally. He's a giving God. That's a wonderful Savior we have. We have a God that gives and gives and gives again. And he obeyed us not, and it shall be given him. But we are instructed that we are to ask. We are to ask in faith. We are to ask in faith. Nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. And we want to ask tonight, not wavering, but in faith. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Do you know, if you turn over just for a moment to Matthew chapter 21, just a few verses here in the life of Jesus, we see on these journeys that he often stopped and would bring instruction through some earthly event that would take place. He would bring out of that event instruction and revelation to the disciples to teach them the way of the Lord. And here in Matthew chapter 21 and verse 18, we read that now in the morning as he returned into the city, that Jesus was hungered. And verse 19 says, And when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it, and found nothing thereon, but leaves only, and said unto it, Let no fruit grow in thee henceforward forever. And presently the fig tree withered away. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How soon is the fig tree withered away? Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith, and doubt not, Ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast 
into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Here in this morning with the Lord as the disciples following the Master, we see just a very simple earthly desire in the humanity of Christ, fully human, fully God. He was hungry. But in his hunger, he was going to display something and teach his disciples something concerning prayer, what was going to be vital for them in their mission after he would be crucified, buried, resurrected, and glorified, that he was revealing to them a key part of prayer. And so he comes to this fig tree, and we note that the fig tree had no fruit. It had leaves, but it had no fruit, and Jesus was hungry. And in this example of what he was about to display to them, we see the power of his word. He simply spoke to the tree and said, Let no fruit grow in thee henceforth forever. You can see this for a moment as the disciples are standing with the Lord at this tree. They knew that he had a natural desire, but there was a great spiritual revelation that he was going to impart to them as he spoke to the tree. And instantaneously, it says, or immediately, the tree began to wither away before their very eyes. It withered and died right before them. Insomuch that as they witnessed this miracle as the Lord Jesus Christ simply spoke the word, and as they looked with their eye and they seen the tree wither away, it says in verse 20 that the disciples saw it. And what happened in that moment is that they marveled saying how soon, how quickly this all happened, how quickly the tree just simply shriveled up and became a withered dead tree. And they stood in amazement at the awesome power of his word as he spoke the word to the tree, that it would be withered up. We see that Christ was demonstrating to them the power of his word. You know, the Bible says that he sent his word and he healed their diseases, the power of the word of God. When we come in obedience to God's word, when we come believing in the word of God, and I believe there's no coincidence tonight, uh, and I just say this because I hadn't in any way tried to put anything together that our brother is here to seek prayer tonight, and I believe that the Lord has brought a testimony into the house tonight through Joanna, who we know has been so well for so long, to be here tonight testifying of God's healing touch to be in his house, and then for his word to be brought in such a way to demonstrate to us that there is power in the word of God. It is not a dead word. It is a living word. The awesome power of God. And Jesus simply spoke, and these disciples, men like you and I, are standing on looking at the awesome power. It was just simply that he was hungry. I'm sure he must have said to them, hungry, and he moved towards the tree. And the tree apparently looked as though it may have fruit because of the abundance of leaves, but he found no fruit. And then he simply spoke the word, and suddenly by the power of his word, the whole tree is withered, and they began to marvel. They were marveling, I don't believe, just at what they seen would happen with the tree. They were marveling at the power of his word. 
the power of his word. And as they stood, Jesus then would bring out the lesson. He would bring out the spiritual insight that he would want to embed within their hearts, a revelation into the depths of their being. And this is what he said, verse 21. He simply turned round as they stood in wonder and marveled. Men like you and I, could I remind you of like passions? But he simply said to them, Verily I say unto you, If you have faith, if you have faith, and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the big fig tree, but also ye shall say to the mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And Jesus says, And it shall be done. He's simply saying what you have just experienced, what you have just witnessed, the marvel and the power of my word through prayer. When you pray, you will witness the supernatural power and the effect of my word if you have faith. If you have faith. Then he said, and all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, what does he say? Ye shall receive. You know, I, I, I believe that what is the most important thing, I'm sure everyone heard the roar of the thunder. We were working here yesterday. We heard the roar of the thunder. And the clouds were black in the sky and the lightning. You know, when that lightning strikes, and we've seen some of the effects of that, and it finds that place, you know, there is a power that's greater than all the power of the thunder and the lightning. It's the infinite power of Almighty God. And you know what he looks for? He looks for just a gathering of people. It doesn't have to be great or grand. It doesn't have to be very special. The building doesn't have to be great. We don't have to all look so all brushed up and looking well. But know what he looks into the hearts? He's looking for a place of faith. People that believe the Lord for the impossible. And in that place, it's there that he would speak his word with power and with authority. So when you pray, when you ask with faith in your heart, there is an almighty God in heaven that inclines his ear toward us. And at the spoken word of Christ who's on the throne, miracles happen. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We just sang it, didn't we? And so we are looking for a meeting tonight where there is an atmosphere of prayer and an atmosphere of faith. And all things, he said, whatsoever, verse 22, ye shall ask in prayer. Ask in prayer. Ask in prayer. What you shall ask in prayer. What you shall bring your petition, your need before the throne of what you shall ask in prayer. But then there's the word that's crucial. It says, believing. Believing. Ask in prayer, believing. Do you know what that shows us? You can ask in prayer, not believing. We can pray prayers with no faith. We can pray prayers that don't reach the ceiling. We can pray prayers into ourselves. We can pray discouragement. We can pray in the flesh. We can pray in the human spirit. But we can also pray believing. Believing. And so we purge out all of unbelief, all of the inward, all of even what we see that takes place all around us in this world, what's happening in our homes, the mountains that we have before us. And what does he say? 
when you ask in prayer, do what he says, brothers and sisters, may every heart tonight that's saved and washed in the blood pray believing. Generate faith in your prayer. Generate faith when you're praying. How do you do that? Pray the word of God. Pray the promises of God. Pray looking at him who is the great victor and has defeated all the powers of hell and darkness and death and sin and Satan and has taken all our sicknesses upon his body. Pray the promises of God. Pray believing in his word. Generate faith. Encourage faith. Encourage one another in the place of prayer because we are up against principalities and powers. And they want us to fall into self. Want us to fall into the woe is me mode. And looking at all the failures and the flaws and the death and the darkness. And there's plenty of it. But we are a people of faith tonight. When you pray, pray, what does it say? Believing. Would you say the word believing? Are you a believer? Are you a believer? What does it mean to be a believer? We believe that there is one God, one almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and that He, His Son, came into this world, was born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, was anointed of the Holy Ghost, went about healing those that were oppressed of the devil, raised the dead, healed the sick, opened the blinded eye, died on a cruel cross, rose on the third day, rose from the grave, ascended to heaven, and he's on the throne. And his name is Jesus. And pray believing. Don't pray death. Don't pray unbelieving. But when you're coming to ask, make sure you ask in faith. What does it say? The last three words of verse 22. What does it say? Here's the promise. And it's written in red. Ye shall, what does it say? Receive. Have you come to receive? Have you come to receive? Well, what do we read in James? He's a God that giveth liberally. He wants to give. And he wants us to receive. But let us ask in prayer, believing, believing. Ye shall say to the mountain, be thy removed and cast into the sea. Anyone got any mountains? <laughs> we all do. Mountains that we face in the path of faith. The only reason why they're there is so that we can pray in faith and that the Lord will remove them. To display who he is. Not who we are, but who he is. And the power of his word. When you pray, believe. And you shall receive. You shall receive. Isn't it wonderful to hear this testimony of Joanna? Something happened. Somebody touched me. Something just took place. And yet the day before, it was the worst day possibly she's had. But the next day, he comes. He comes. The Bible says in James, if you turn back over to it, we're just simple believers in God's word. May not be great theologians, but we're simply believers in his word. He's looking for believers. And this is what it says. Is any among you afflicted? 
Are you afflicted tonight? You know what the Bible says? Let him pray. I encourage, you know, sometimes when we're afflicted, you know what we do? We, we are prone to go into ourselves and, and, and go over the affliction. And that's really what the enemy wants us to do. We, we have a, can I just say it the way? We'll have a good moan. We'll moan about the affliction. But you know what the Bible says? If you're afflicted, do you know what to do tonight, Saint? If you're here and you're afflicted, I want to encourage you, just pray. Just begin to pray. As any Mary, and there's people come in, and I pray that you come into the house of the Lord. We'll enter his gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. We'll enter his courts with praise. It says, let him sing psalms. And as any among you sick, well, let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil. It's not in the elders. It's not in the oil. It's in the obedience to God's word. Let them anoint, let them anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save, deliver the sick. And who's the healer? And the Lord shall raise him up. We have a great deliverer. The Lord shall raise him up. We have a Savior that raises men and women up. Praise the Lord, Joanna. And if he's committed sins, I mean, it only gets better. They shall be forgiven him. And so while sometimes people get all into the theology of it all, I'm one just simply to take the word of God as it is. The prayer of faith covers it all because there's a great savior. He's a great deliverer. He's a great healer. And he's the forgiver of all sins. Then it says, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. Pray for one another. This should happen in the body of Christ. Pray for one another. Is there someone needs prayer? Is there someone needs just someone to gather around them and put a hand on their shoulder? Then do that. Don't be restricted by seats or form. Do it in the name of the Lord. Because what happens? Confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another. Now, I'm not talking about being mushy or, or, or just fleshly or just trying to go around, you know, giving out words to everybody. Just put a hand on a brother or sister's shoulder. Pray the prayer of faith and encourage them in faith that ye might be healed. Look at that. Look at the power of the body functioning. When people get out of their seat and go and say, you know, I noticed that brother coming in there. And he looks a bit down on it. Maybe he's going through a few pressures. Maybe something's going on. Maybe feeling my spirit. Just to go over and put a hand on his shoulder and say, bro, I'm going to pray for you. God is able. He'll see you through. He's with you. Don't be discouraged. God's a faithful God. What happens? The healing power of the Holy Ghost begins to flow in the body. The body becomes vibrant. Faith spreads. And it goes from heart to heart. And then there's a, a, like we come alive like a fire filled with coals that are burning hot. When we pray one for another, then it says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Verse 17, didn't the Lord answer prayer? 
Elias was a man subject to life's passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it may not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And then he prayed again. Have we got the rain? <laughs> was, it, was there a request on Sunday morning for rain? I know some of you aren't too happy to see the rain go and the sun come. I know there was a few disappointment. It was a prayer. The city folk just found it hard to pray for. But the farmers need the rain, isn't that right? Adrian phoned yesterday afternoon and says, Well, <laughs> what about that? And Trevor shouts, I'm sure you're dancing through the potatoes there. <laughs> but it rained. And it's still raining. <laughs> and he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. We have an awesome God. We have a God that hears and answers prayer, but it's believing prayer. Prayer with faith. Can I tell you, every saint in this room, you have faith. You cannot be saved and not have faith. It's impossible. You have faith. And I've said it before, but you need to exercise that faith in the person of Jesus Christ. And I encourage you tonight, you know, you might just need to stand to your feet and praise the Lord and give him thanks and give him the praise and thank him for all that he's done in your life. But make sure they're prayers with faith, believing, believing. An atmosphere of faith. I believe the church can create an atmosphere of faith. A church that believes. A church with faith in its heart. A church that believes in the impossible. A church that doesn't put a limitation on the Lord and put him in a box, but a church that believes the Lord. May this we haul with the few number that there are tonight, that's nothing. God's not looking numbers. He's just looking for believers. And I pray you're a believer tonight. And when you pray, pray believing and encourage the body and pray for the body and pray for the sisters and the brothers and the battles that they go through that our God is able He's more than able tonight. He's a great victor. Pray, believe in. And remember this part, and you shall receive. We want to receive tonight, don't we? Let's pray together.